I had to read 1984. Probably all right, but yeah. Fuck, that fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and the worst part is that it, it kind of ignorant in school because, you know, social media is far up coming. You're, you're, and then, like, two years later, it was like, oh, my that fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really it showed crazy. me a lot. Like, recently, shall I go on this tangent? Or? Why not? Uh, just last week I was going past a, a school probably a primary school or whatever I don't know it doesn't matter mm-hmm. but I thought when we're small like children when we're, we're pliable have I told you this already I don't think I have we get sent to school which is essentially a prison yes it's a room within the same building within a gate and we're taught information we're taught about how to behave how to think like everyone else right because we're essentially a giant tribe if we don't standardise everyone it, we're not yeah. going to work right so we're like, do this, do this, do this, and standard, be standardized. And then when we become teenager, we start to create our own self and understand that mm-hmm. we're different. Society goes like, yeah, be different. Do your own thing. Get a spiky hair. Mm-hmm. Dry, wear, you know, wear clothes. Yeah. So you, you, you rebel, you, you behave your own way, and then you realize, fuck, I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't have the right information because I was given the information to play the game, not to do my own thing. I'm fucked. So I decide to go back to school, go back to following that script. Now you've broken me because it's my decision. It's yeah. no longer imposed. Or you decide to go back to a full-time job, same thing, same people, right. same work hours, right. prison, someone that's else right. you, narrative. Which I think is really... And it's my decision. You've broken me. That's, well, that's the thing. That's like... And then some people never give up, but most people do, yeah. That's what I think is really sad about um, the paradox between, behind full-time employment in a workplace... Because you get entrepreneurs, like really smart, really clever people, most, most often smart, right? Not all the time, but, you know, they've got a good vision at least. And they want to do something, right? They want to change something. Like nine out of ten times, I'd say the motivation isn't purely monetary, right? So it, for some kind of change. And yet they fall back into the same system. Now everyone's like, hey, come work in, in this office with me to do all of these things. And it's a bit like... What, what, what are you doing? So you want to change everything and you're following no, no, a script you didn't write, you yeah, know? Yeah. You want to rewrite the system, you want to change things and suddenly it's like, well, actually, let's, do, let's go back to this prison mentality, this prison environment. And then you wonder why top talent doesn't follow you. Like, this is the thing that gets me when other entrepreneurs say, I don't know why I can't find talent. And you're like, would you work in an office on someone else's dreams when you want freedom? And so many entrepreneurs create their own prison which is worse than the yes. one they escaped because right? yeah. instead of working 9 to 5 now they work 8 to 1am and then their own boss so they don't even have anyone else to hate absolutely boss, so. and then you look at you know companies like Revolut or anything else that's had like a scandal of like horrific work ethic and culture and what gets me what really gets me is how do you create such a horrific tribal mindset that the entire company through fear or something else alone says Yes, this is the way that everything has to be done, like like it or lump it. And people accept it. Mm. People genuinely accept mm. it. And these are smart, talented people, you know, good designers, good developers, good marketers, good, you know, could get decent jobs. And when I say decent jobs, I mean, not only could they probably work for themselves, but they could get jobs where they would work less for more money. And yet, what what do they gain? Like experience, knowledge, like if going, you know, like this prison, this is experience, knowledge, what is it? It's absolutely unbelievable. It, that's what really gets me. And it was the same paradox when I was free. Well, I used to do a lot of freelance work, and people would be like, "Yeah, Cass, come into the office, do this and that." I'm like, you, my best work is done in in you know sprints where every time I get tired, I do something productive for myself. 
I go to the gym, I go for a walk. Am I still working on your on your project? Of course I am, because my mind is still there. Like all of these fantastic ideas, this new information is forming. And yet what, because my physical presence is there, isn't there, I'm in the wrong? Like I'm some kind of monster? Unbelievable, you know, it's just, it's incredible. I talk about this in the book, Invest Your Time, where it's like in my first full-time job, uh, I was a business consultant and I optimized all my processes. And there was a moment where my job will be done by 2 p.m., sometimes even 1 p.m., to a really high standard. You know, the head of the project was based somewhere, I think, in America, and he was really happy with the, with the, with the documents I was creating. And by 2 p.m., I was like, I'm done. And my manager, one day, she, uh, she had a chat with me, and she was saying, you, you're the first one to leave. And I wasn't leaving at 2 p.m., I was leaving at like 4.30, 5, whatever. Um, you're the first one to leave the office, that's not okay. And I was, why? Because everyone else leaves at 6.30 or 7, whatever. Right. And, and so at that point, I really was like, what, do you want me to sit in a chair or do you want me to produce great work? Right. And from that moment, all that happened, I wasn't given more work. So all I had to do was I like, just change the colors of the spreadsheet. So beautiful. But apart from that, it was uh, just a waste of time. Which is hardly a value add. Right. It's like when you're going over copy and the story is great, but you're sat there asking yourself, should there be a comma before this or that? Right. So what difference does it make? Right. Who cares? And even worse, you are punished for great work because you do great work, you finish at 2 p.m. and then you have to stay until 7 p.m. And, and be paid the same, right? So why are you punishing me for great work? And when it comes to like to, to entrepreneurs that create their own cage, it's the same thing. If you're working 8 to 11 p.m. and have no time to spend with your family, your friends, going to the gym, look after yourself, you're working so, so hard and punishing yourself because you're working really hard. Yes. So why are you doing it? It's obvious that you're not going to be motivated to do better. Absolutely. Like, yeah. That's probably the most common complaint I hear from would-be entrepreneurs or people who've gone solo is they said, I expected that by doing this, I would work less and earn more. But paradoxically, neither of those things are happening. And, and it's almost like... The opposite. Yeah, the opposite. And the worst part is these people say, you know, maybe I've made the wrong choice. It's like, yes, you've made the wrong choice of how you spend your time. You haven't made the wrong choice in deciding to follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you just need to start nice. breaking that script again, right? Yeah. You need to get out of that prison mentality, that kind of like, you know, scarcity mindset that, um, you know, you talk about all the time, like expand your thinking, be bigger, believe that. Essentially, understand the rules of the game that you're playing and understand how you can break those rules. Yeah. Um, and people look at breaking rules as a bad thing. We're not condoning violence we're not condoning like crazy things as much as we're condoning like make them work for you because the game does not define your rules yes your life is your game so you choose how you play it yeah right and if you choose to play your game in a similar fashion to say you know one of these like corporate companies are are killing you every day or from entrepreneurs that aren't using their time well that's you choosing to simply move your pieces in the same direction they are. Yeah. So like play your game be who you are yeah and honestly like some of the some of the smartest people I've met are people who used to be like, yeah, I work two, three hours a day, making loads of money, doing great things. And that's because they've just cut down on all the crap. Yeah. They've done all of the things that matter most to them and nothing else. And I'm not saying that's easy to do because I'm not there yet. And I don't think that a lot of people are, but that impact, the ability to say my game, my rules, this is what I want, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. That's the big difference. It, it, makes me, it makes me think about two things. Number one, how... Very often, most people look at, I want different results than other people, but I'm not willing to play a different game yes. or play, you know, by different rules. 
So it's like, I want to follow the same script, but I want a different end. And that's, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, right? And then what you said, like some people work, I have a very short day to have great success in life. And that's, it's the power of constraints. Yes. When, you, when you don't give yourself an infinite day, you have to make it work. Absolutely. If you put a glass of wine into a bucket, it's still the same result. It's just all you've done is put it in a larger vessel. Same thing here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, condense things, make things count. I, I don't beat myself up if I hit a roadblock. I say, right, I'm going to do something else and come back to this. Whereas, you know, if you just sit there and continuously crash, crash into something and expect different results, it's insanity. Mm. I mean, there's a quote that people attribute to Einstein about that, but it does, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, mm. do something different. Mm. Like, Ultimately, like you can't expect different results if you're you're playing if you're yeah playing the same game badly, especially if you're playing the same game badly when it's been linked into how you previously yes. played the game. Yeah, one thing I say, which is a great reminder to myself sometimes, is the long way is the shortcut. Yeah, and by that I mean that many people want the result, and I think we're all wired like that to want the result right now. And so what we do is we just. We, we focus on doing so much rather than going, okay, am I working on the right things and am I moving, am I moving forward? It's more like, ah, am I being busy? That's not going to help. It, you really want to focus on, okay, am I showing up? Am I getting closer to, to, to my result? It doesn't matter if I'm working 12 hours or four hours. What matters is, is that time, is that effort, even more importantly, is that effort going towards what I want or is it just being scattered around? Mm, absolutely. But what you said there, which is pretty key, is it starts from the result. Yeah. You know, when people go to the gym and they say, I'm just going to go to the gym to get fit and healthy, like, it's like, that's fine, but there's no result. Yeah. It's like you've given yourself such a vague goal. It's like, yeah, someone goes into a career or they, they change career paths or direction that I want more money. It's like, well, what does more money mean? What does that facilitate to you? Is there a number you can put on it? Is there an actual, some kind of like, you know, tangible outcome you can meet? It's like those targets. Because if I go to the gym and say, I want to get fit, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. If I say, I'm going to go to the gym, I want to squat an extra 20 kilos, 30 kilos, or like we see certain goals and they're a little bit more specific. Suddenly I know if the action I'm taking is actually doing something. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it's that kind of like vague, almost like the idea is like, it's vague because I don't want it. I want the idea of it. And so I keep it vague because then I'm never disappointed. Yeah. Because I can't lose this. That's way. true. Like yeah. I can't lose if I'm going to putting some effort in, it's not working because I'm doing something. And, you know, we, we, we talk about this. That, yeah, of course, doing something is better than nothing. But the idea is that you do something towards a goal, towards a target. Like, you move forward. You move the needle. You put some kind of, like, you know, m momentum, velocity. You push back against this resistance. Otherwise, what are you doing? It's like, you're just, again, same thing, different results. And so what would be a really nice recipe, would you say, for someone who's, said, who's, who's listening to this and saying, Oh, Matt, Cass, yeah, I appreciate all of this. You know, I'm the kind of person that takes action. I understand that actually, maybe you're right. Maybe I am playing this, this game badly. Well, how can I create a recipe for success? How can I, you know, build that secret sauce? The first thing is what you said, start with the end in mind. Really know what you want and, and give it a measure. You know, you said like, what to get fit? What does that mean? Sometimes I get um, a coaching application that says I want to make more money. I got this one that said, help me make four million dollars in six months nice but the starting point was zero it wasn't like i'm already making one right so but, I, but at least that was specific um it, but you know sometimes i need more money and i just say here's a pound you we don't have to work together here's a pound i'll just send it to you by paypal because that's more money you've already yes. made more money right so 
really be specific. What do you want in terms of um, whether it's fitness or money or business or friends? What would be a success? And it doesn't need to be the ultimate goal. It can be the next step, right? So be really specific and then have a clear action you can take to get there. So something that you can do on a regular basis and say, well, at least I've moved forward or I can measure whether I'm making progress yeah. or not. What would you say? When it comes to the recipe? Yeah. Uh, I'd always start with who. So I'm a big believer that, like you, like you said, create targeted actions. Some, something where it's like, you know, you have an end goal in mind, you know, some steps to take towards that. Sometimes I feel that it's, you know, very difficult to say, well, actually, say you want to put, you know, say you want to uh, lose two kilos, right? You want to lose two kilos and you say, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. But that's that's tangible. You have an end goal and you have some actions in mind. Now, the problem is that what you do within that time may not lead to the results because there's a lot of variable factors mm-hmm. and everything else. And mm-hmm. so what you end up with is you end up with a goal really specific, but you're just not the person who are going to take the actions to get mm-hmm. those goals. So, you know, the guy who said to you, you know, I want to go from zero to four million. In six months. In six months, fantastic. Ask yourself, who do you need to be to get that done? Because the kind of person who can go from naught to four million in six months is a very different person to the person who wants to go from naught to four million in five years. Yes. Incredibly different. And so you have to ask yourself, one, are you willing to make the sacrifices? Two, are you willing to put in the effort? And three, are you almost willing to rewrite your entire script? Yeah. Don't break all of your limiting beliefs and go way above and beyond the entire the person you've been for your whole life, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's hard, right? Mm. If you're the kind of person who says, I want to be, I want to enter Mr. Universe, then you have to be the kind of person who's willing to take steroids. You have to be the kind of person who's willing to, you know, sacrifice you know, sex, certain foods, like libido, all sorts. You have to make those sacrifices. Like that's the kind of like intensity we get to. And when the stakes go up, so do the sacrifices. And so you have to ask yourself, who are you willing to be? If you want freedom and, you know, to an extent you want to have balance, you cannot set yourself set yourself something which is horrifically unachievable. Like I'm all for like breaking limiting beliefs. And like, you know, dream big and think big and act big. But there's a big difference between big and impossible. Yes. Like, absolutely. You know, if it was easy to go from naught to $4 million, regardless of who you were, by simply thinking and taking action a certain way, I promise you, there'd be a lot more people who are doing it. Yeah. And that's simply because the time frame is short, mm-hmm. right? So you sit yourself, you know, understand who you need to be to achieve your goals and, you know, targets, actions and everything else, but always start with who and ask yourself those questions when you get those targets in place. Am I the kind of person who's going to make $4 million in six months? Am I the kind of person who's going to lose two kilos in 12 weeks? Am I the kind of person who is, a, is, going, to, is going to do X, Y, Z? And what do I need to change about myself to get there? And that's, that's the recipe ultimately for me because if you can't get into that mindset and you can't make those changes at a fundamental human level, then everything else is just exponentially harder. It's like you're lying to yourself and you're saying it becomes a would-be or a nice-to-have. It would be nice to be a rock star. It would be nice to be a bodybuilder. It would be nice to be a model. It's like all of those things are fine. It's like, but how bad do you want it? I love that. And it makes me think, study the people that are there. So whether it's, if you can get direct exposure to them by hanging out with them, amazing. If not, choose maybe two top three people that have those those results if they write books read all their books yes. 
if they are on social media, look at what they do. But just study them because it's most people get very wide and they look at 20 people that have slightly different results or maybe very different results and just look at one video, one whatever. No, go deep on a couple that have the exact results that you want yes. in a specific in a specific area and look at like, okay, what's who, who are they? And what do I need to change in my in my personality in order to, so that the results become a byproduct of your actions rather than yes. something that you have to seek? Because all those results are internal, even mm -hmm. if the manifestation is out there. Yeah, I agree. You have to look for them internally. So I really like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, I really like this train of thought. I like where we've, we've come from and how we how we essentially got to, yeah, to this end result. And so for me, I guess the main takeaway is don't create your own prison. Yes. You know, whether that's, you know, living in it or being part of an environment which is acting as your prison or whether, you know, you're setting yourself targets which one aren't realistic or two targets which have no no outcome, no end goal. You end up in this, this box, this prison that you've created yourself and there's no way out. There's no door, there's no key and you haven't given yourself the ability to unlock it. So if there's one thing that you can do which would, you know, essentially change the way that you look at your own life and improve your performance, reach that level of peak performance... It's remove your own prisons, whether that's the environment or external or internal, change it. Yeah. And, and obviously that can be tricky and it's not easy to do. But like you said, you've given a, so a really simple piece of advice, which is look at other people who are getting the results that you want and, you know, go deep. See yeah. how they're done. See how, see how they think, see how they speak, how they talk. Like if you were to, you know, first principle thinking, start there and then iterate and move on. What do these people look like? What do they sound like? And what do they do? And how can you start to bring that into your own life with some specific goals? Yeah. So if you feel like you are in prison, number one, realize you are the jailer. That's very powerful. That's yes. very empowering. Because instead of being someone else is doing that to me, you go like, no, I'm doing that to myself. I can change that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you find someone to model, like we were saying, and then you take one action, you get closer to actually building your free space instead of that prison. Absolutely. Right? So maybe the call to action is to let us know in the comments. Maybe tag them. Who's that one person you want to model? And what's your one one goal, one action? What's your one goal? Who's the person you want to model? Let us know in the comments. If you're listening to this, you can let us know on social media at Matt Sandrini and Cassius Chiani. Find it in the notes. And we'll see you in the next episode after you've taken action. I like that. Get out of your own prison. Get out of your own prison. Right. Speak later.